74 Tango Whiskey, 2.6 for 3,000, uh, 140 on I mean, the thing that they, they would do, this is what I would do. Even if I'm dealing from a position of weakness, if I can at least just get rid of players without having to pay additional compensation to the other team, for example, like, you know, with Hayes, give up future picks in addition just to have someone else take him. If, if I can cut everything off there and just give guys away without more, that at least is a win because they're off of the roster and the salary cap hit is off as well, even if you're retaining some of it. There are some guys that you can just lose a trade here and they're just to get rid of them. Yeah, and Hayes would be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just lose the damn trade. And, you know, with Tony D'Angelo, same thing. Yeah, lose yeah, the D'Angelo, damn trade. Lose the damn trade, clear some bodies, and, and, <laughs> you know? and start again. And, and to go through the roster. And, like, you got to think, even though the Flyers are in a position of weakness with Provorov, they're not in one with Travis Konechny as much. Um, so maybe you shift, you know, your eyes towards him to see what his market's like. Um, and then you start to compile that way. Uh, and maybe that's how you end up getting out of this, but you have to have the idea that we can just lose most of these trades and it's still going to be a net win for us because we're rebuilding. Yeah. And, and, and that should be the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Konechny and Provorov are your two big trades that you need to at least get something back for. But, you know, Hayes, you've got to move on from him and whatever, more power to you. You know, if you got it, maybe some random picks for fucking Nallison and Lazinski, considering they're both under contract next year. And, you know, ditching, I don't fucking know. Get something for Nick Sealer so you have a spot for Zamula too. Like, you just clear some of these fucking bodies on this roster to replace them with the young guys that are in the AHL. you got mm-hmm. a fucking lot of fucking people down there that could reasonably be in the NHL next year. Bobby Brink, Tyson Forrester, Ollie mm-hmm. Lexel, Dele Desnoyers. You know, those are all the four forwards there. And you got Zamula and Adderd on defense. That's a, that's a lot, you know, <laughs> could all reasonably make the team next year. So, I don't know. This is kind of a nothing move, but they're, I mean, they are going to trade Tanner Lazinski. And right? we have fucking Cam Atkinson coming back. Fuck off. God damn it. Oh, that's another. I, fuck, I forgot about Atkinson him. and Couturier are coming back. Oh, Jesus God, I forgot about both of them. Christ. Fuck, fuck I hate them both. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate this team. I, I just, I just want to get rid of like everything. I actually legitimately forgot about those two players <sighs> over the I past like, hour. Cat friendly and looked at them and of discussing this. Probably the guy I like the most. Probably the <laughs> nicest yes. guy. Yeah, but get yeah. the fuck I out of like the most. But I don't, I don't want him here now. And, and Briere's God. press conference, he admitted. He said, "Oh yeah, we got lots of right wingers." And it's like, yeah, you no shit. Three teams worth of right wingers. Yeah. Guess what? Every team in the NHL knows that too. <laughs> Yeah. So so it's like he's going to be like, well, what if we throw in, you know, a player into the deal? Would you like Wade Allison? Like, it's going to be the same names. It's going to like everybody's like, no, they, they're they going to want somebody else. That's all they got. They got right wingers. Here's a topic. So 
going back to the guys we forgot, Sean Couturier. Look, if you're Sean Couturier now, the cat's out of the box, okay? You're not winning shit with the Flyers. Like, this is a fucking rebuilding team. You signed a contract a couple of years ago because you took advantage of a dumbass GM <laughs> and you knew you were fucking hurt, right? So at this point, wave the damn no movement clause and get the fuck out of here. Move on to a different team. He was interviewed the other week. It's like, and, and the question was something of the sort of, uh, oh, how do you feel about, you know, being here during a rebuild? And he said, you know, some dumb thing with a smirk on his face, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm here to help the guys and, you know, looking forward to seeing what we can do and some horse shit like that. And it's like, look, I think you got to have a heart to heart with him. I mean, Danny's like fucking a second parent to him. He lived in his damn house as like an 18 yeah, year old true. back in you know 2011 or whatever it was. So, you know, maybe that relationship can be used to say, look, Sean. This is not the right place for you for the rest of your career. It really is not the right place. So we need to figure out a way to get you to a different team. And I think if you get the player on board in that scenario, you might be able to. Who would even take on Gatari at this point? Untradeable right now. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Completely is that they probably have to wait for a year or something until he shows he can play again. Um, but what I happens if he like do. comes back and like training camp and tweak something? I mean, how many times can you go through serious back problems before the medical staff is like, yeah, you got to fucking hang up the skates, dude. I mean, it's almost, it's almost unprecedented for him to come back missing 22 months between games. That doesn't happen. Uh, that alone is crazy. What if something else happened? What if he tweaks something? What happens the next time he gets cross-checked and he goes down? Like, how how long of a career does this guy even have left at this point? You know, it just it's one of those things that <laughs> medically is so <laughs> yeah. rare. You know, I wrote a piece about this a few weeks ago, and I looked up, like, all this medical stuff, and nobody, I mean, there are so few examples of players outside of, like, fucking Mario Lemieux, you know, who who yeah. came back from long absences, and Yager left for a few years, but that was by choice, you know, it's just, you don't see things like this very often from that perspective, and I don't know, 22 months and coming back, and, I mean, playing at all in 22 months is a hell of a feat, let alone being anything respectable, and, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, we're gonna get our top-line Selkie guy back, and I'm like, motherfucker, if this guy plays for five minutes a night in the fourth <laughs> line, you should be happy, but, uh, I don't know, I, I'm very curious to see uh, what comes next, if at anything, for Sean Couturier's return. Not excited in the least, though. How can a team so... Ryan Ellis is medically incapable of playing at this level anymore. Yes. There may be a chance if something goes wrong in, in training camp or in preseason again for Couturier, he's in that bucket. Cam Atkinson, is he going to be in that bucket? We don't know for sure. Um, how can an NHL franchise operate if you have three players with those salaries in that medically incapable of playing how do you function as a team right because at some point you have to be cap compliant i know you can place them in ltir but in the in the cycle of the of the annual league year you can't just throw those guys to the side you have to pull them back in for cap purposes to be compliant at some point so i don't know how you function 
you need to dump at least one of them off in Arizona. <laughs> I can I can see Sean Couturier not being too thrilled with John Tortorella because he I think he wanted to come back and play, and I think Torts told him no. We're not we're not risking you and your fucking wonky back. No, thank you. <laughs> Ritz yeah. cracker spine. Oh, that's exactly yeah. what happened. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said, said no, yeah. you're not playing this year. That's mm-hmm. it. I could see Sean Couture being not pleased because this is his team. And he should be out there. He's the one C. The fans want it. Couturier. Couturier. <laughs> cheering for that guy god (laughs) like what if things don't work out between ooh imagine next year they butt heads and some point in the season john tortorella goes upstairs and sits with danny breer in the luxury box says yeah this katuri guy's a problem he's gonna go what do you do then Say, how the fuck am I expected to move a guy with $8 million left on his cap head for the next six years? Guess what, Danny? That's your fucking problem. <laughs> you took this... G- you wanted to be GM, Danny. That's true. You could have just been president and fucking give- delegated that to somebody <laughs> else. Stayed in the fucking ECHL where you belong. Now it's your problem. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's possible that... I don't think from a personality standpoint... I mean, because Couturier does seem like like a really good teammate and um, he's he's a hard worker and all that stuff. Um, but I do think that he does make mistakes on the ice. I don't think he's as infallible as people say he is. You know, he, even watching him the past few seasons. Well, I guess the, he I guess had the one really years, good but, year, that first yeah. breakout year in 2017. And then after mm-hmm. that, he just kind of coasted on his reputation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of mistakes on the ice the last uh, uh, two years that he was playing and you know that's the sort of shit that that torts is trying to weed out just horrible horrible defensive miscues and and whatnot and that's supposed to be his bread and butter um and at this stage in his career i think he's going to be a very slow sluggish player i think he's going to have a lot of problems keeping up with the league a lot of problems um and I think that he may butt heads with torts from just a, Hey, I can't do what you're asking me to do. This guy was pretty fucking slow to begin with. I can't imagine when he looks like a two back surgeries. Now you see the fucking, I think it was one of the inquirer chicks. Maybe it was Jordan Hall. I don't remember, but when he was practicing to make his comeback and he's like, Oh, you see, uh, you know, Sean Couturier's speed out there. Meanwhile, he's moving like a fucking cruise ship. It's like, what the fuck? Yellow Jersey, like skating around a cone or something. Yeah. yeah. The speed of Couturier. It's like, Oh, we're fucked. Receding glacier. God. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, gosh, I think that, for the sake of moving on with a young core, I don't want those guys around right now. I mean, maybe Cam, I guess, but. Problem with I'd Cam is he got different. fucking 15 right wings here that all deserve ice time more than him. Like, personality wise, mm-hmm. I'm sure he'd be the leader, but, you know, what the fuck? Unless he's willing to play on the left side, you got no spice here. It's just. It's everything is just so stupid. 
And that's what we're going to hear, too. Katuri and Atkinson are going to come back, and they're going to be, this is our in-house additions. We don't <laughs> need free agents. We got Cam Atkinson coming back. Mark it down. It's going to happen. Yep. It fucking sucks that Katuri's coming. It's like this so era bad. was supposed to be over. Giroux's yeah. gone and Voracek's gone and Katuri's been missing for two years. It's like, hey, we're in a new era. And it's like, oh, just kidding. This guy still's got fucking seven years on his seven contract. Years. Still here. And and by the way, listeners, I'm going to make a bold prediction. You ready? When the season starts, I, I, I think I could speak for you guys. Flyers are not making the playoffs. And then I can already name you the the shows, the podcasts that are going to say, I think the Flyers are going to be a lot better than pe- what people think they're going to be. Every year. They're going to be fighting for that wild. I think they're even going to make wild card too. I can already name you those, those podcasts. I already know mm. who's going to say that. And they're going to be wrong again. And I'm not going to say that I'm making year. the playoffs yet. Because I want to see what they do in the offseason, one way or the other, in the draft lottery. But, mathematically speaking, I don't think they're making it, though. No. Barring a I'll, fucking I'll hand of God it. miracle. I'll say it. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> they're not. I don't care what they do. Unless they get a Bedard and then... Have some like, faith whatever. until they completely stomp it out. That's the only asterisks. Bedard or Fantilli. That's it. God. Oh. Man, it's so bad. Yeah. Those contracts are so bad. God, these idiots that were in the fucking room that allowed this to happen. All of the damn assistant general managers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Couturier contract. Like, there's no way that Chuck Fletcher went in there and st- was slamming his fist down the table. We are re-signing this. I don't give a shit what anybody says. We are re-signing. Everyone's like, oh, okay. Well, he's the GM. I can't do anything. <laughs> there is no fucking way that happened with any of these guys. They're all complicit fucking idiots. All of them are idiots. And they're still running the team. Yeah. Boy, still that, Chuck, that Chuck Fletcher is a real intimidating presence. Yeah. He's waving around some app on his phone. It's like, like it's freaking... From uh, they all were like, the Oh, yeah. this app told me I gotta sign this guy. We gotta do it. Every, every fucking one of them, there was Danny Breer was in the room, Barry Hanrahan, um, the fucking Alan McCauley is is in the room too, and, and he's fucking uh, he's a GM of the of the Phantoms now, apparently, or he's or he's supposed to supposed be, supposed to be, yeah. Um, official you yet. had Brent Flair in the room. What were they doing? They were all saying, oh, yeah, 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 Chuck, let's re-sign him. That's a great, yeah, let's do it. Great, yeah, yeah. All mm. of them. Danny Breer and Brett Flair, your two guys that are still here, theoretically, you're one and two in the organization at the moment. Still here. Still even, making the decisions. Even Abigail, the cleaner, should fucking get lost. She's <laughs> vacuuming the rug, and she's hearing the fucking conversation. Yeah. Hi, Travis. Uh, I want to sign you to eight year deal. Like, fuck, you should like smash the phone, rip up the contract, do some vac accidentally spill some ink on it, vacuum it, something. Fuck, I hate this fan base. If you're, I was thinking of this. So, if you're the new president that comes in here and nothing else changes, everyone is (laughs) fucking there, right? And you come in and you start talking to, all these guys, Danny and all the boys there. And you say, why the fuck did you guys extend Travis Sanheim? <laughs> like, 
isn't that going to be a thing? It's like, why the fuck did you give Rasmus Ristolainen this huge deal? Why the fuck did you re-sign Sean Couturier given where the franchise was at and his um, and his limited value at that point? Like, aren't those conversations going to happen? Probably not. That's why they're bringing in a I president mean, that's not going to argue with them. Yeah. Like, if you're the president, you would have to, by definition, you have to be like, why the fuck is this here? And ask questions to all these incompetents. That's the that problem. That's the whole fucking problem with hiring people that are good. They don't want to hire people that are good. They want to hire people that are going to fucking willingly take a job where they have where they have to inherit a full front office to begin with. That's the problem. You're not going to get any qualified candidates hiring people the way they're hiring people. Because nobody's going to want to fucking take this job. Emily Shantangway, whatever the fucking Christ her name was. You know, hey, first time you're taking the president role, hey, come on in. You got nothing to lose, right? You're not going to question why fucking Danny Briere and Britt Flair and all these advisors are still here. No, you're just happy to be here. You know, same for Scott Mellonby. Fucking come in and get your dream job as president and all this shit. Why make changes when you can bring in people that aren't going to rock yeah, the boat? Like, you know, any self-respecting guy is not going to be here. Ray sure is not going to take this fucking job. You know, these guys that are qualified to do this aren't going to take this fucking job because it's fucking lunacy to hire a president and just have a full front office and coaching staff for them to walk in on. It's ridiculous. It's absolute fucking bullshit. That's why whoever they hire is going to be bullshit. Because they're just hell-bent on keeping Briere's GM, even though it makes so god little sense. I just can't fathom what these conversations would be, because when the president comes in, they're supposed to be you know, figuring out roster composition in conjunction with the GM to some extent, at least now, at least during the initial stages of this. And the conversations have to, they, they have to go. Hey, Danny, what the fuck were you thinking when you when you advocated re-signing Travis Sanheim eight months ago? What was going through your head, Danny? Explain to me why you allowed this to happen. Like that friction is has to be there. It, it has to be there. And the only way it's not is if, like you said, they bring in somebody who's just a total pushover or that role actually has no power over the hockey decisions at all, which was kind of floated on some other shows about, hey, maybe this is more of a marketing role. Maybe it's not really the typical traditional hockey operations role. Maybe it's going to be more so doing stuff with Val Camilla. Like it just it just stinks. It fucking stinks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we all need missed fucked up. We need we need missed it's foobar. Fucked up beyond all recognition. <laughs> we we need Mr. Burns from The Simpsons as the president of hockey ops. Remember when remember when the Ramones uh, came in and sang him happy birthday? And they're like, Happy birthday, you old bastard. And then, and then he gets on the phone and he goes, Have the Rolling Stones killed. <laughs> it's like that's what I that's what I want to happen. So it's like who signed Travis Sanheim to an eight year deal? Have everyone associated with that contract murdered? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Done. It's Get just like by definition, that level of friction will exist with a new president of hockey ops, given the exact same staff in place that advocated and allowed all of these stupid mistakes to happen. You have to clean house and and clean up the mistakes of the prior regime. You can't you can't just piecemeal like this and expect it to work out. Yep, you would think. You're totally bang on about the friction. Like 
they always harp on it's it's a team and I, I'm going to talk to the coach. I'm going to talk to this person. I've got the advisors. I'm going to talk to all these people and get all this advice. Well, if everybody just nods their head yes and doesn't push back on any idea that you have, why even talk to them? You need somebody to say, you know what, Danny? That's not a good move. You know what, Chuck? I'm on a front office of yes, man. Eight-year eight deal for Travis Sanheim? Dude, we haven't even played a game yet this season. <laughs> Why don't we wait a little bit? Nobody pushes back. Yeah. Nobody yeah. says anything. And that's the whole, that's another worry about, about this new front office that they're constructing. Are there going to be people that actually, you know, push back on, on ideas and actually give, you know, real substantive debate, substantive debate, or are they actually just going to sit there and just nod, just smile and wave? Have there been any updates on the uh, status of the senior advisors? Nope. Yet going into the summer? Um, so not officially, but I, I think um, so. Hilferty was interviewed by Charlie um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think I was reading something in there. I don't remember it verbatim, but there was a question about them and something to the effect that they will have a f much more reduced role or no role in hockey decisions. It was something like that, where it's definitely going to be different um, than what so they were doing. So they're still in the payroll, with, but now they're Fletcher. just actually retired instead of playing God with Chuck Fletcher. And... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's a good question, Dan, is are they on the payroll or not? I think that is really really the crux of it is if they are in the payroll, it means something. If they're not, then fine. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think the intention, I do think that they are going to, at least in, in my opinion, those guys didn't necessarily inject themselves into the Fletcher regime, but they were brought in because Dave Scott was incompetent and Chuck Fletcher thought that's what he was supposed to do. Um, I think with this new regime coming in, well, who the fuck really knows at this point, but Damn. assuming there's a new regime, I would not think they are going to try to placate the senior advisors to the extent that Fletcher thought he needed to and to the extent that Scott permitted. No, but you know what's interesting? Paul Holmgren was Danny Breer's GM. What's what's to stop Homer from picking up the phone and saying, hey, Danny, I want to come by and I want to talk to you about something. He's not going to say no. He doesn't have the balls to say no. Not yet, anyways, not from what I've seen. And it's early, granted, very presumptuous. <clears throat> He's going to tell Holmgren, no, I'm not going to meet with you. I'm not going to listen to you. He could stand up to Paul Holmgren. No. If push comes to shove. Yeah, you're probably right. Although I, I get the sense that those guys aren't. Say, is Paul Holmgren even picking up the phone to call Breer anyway? Aren't trying to do that right now. Who knows? I mean, unless it's some like major thing, but I don't. I don't get the sense that those guys are are wanting to do that at all. I think that they were solicited by Dave Scott because he had no idea how to run the team, and then like everything kind of just got out of control from there. 
Hmm. But but no, you're right. I mean, he, I mean, I don't. Danny's not going to say no, but. <laughs> It's like a goddamn prostitution ring. <laughs> you freaking this person, and then this person, and then this person over here, and this person. This person's the pimp. This person does the. This person collects the money. This person does. Oh my god! Can we just get somebody in here to start making some moves and make some trades and do stuff? Nope. Too much to ask. Search party and this firm and then that firm and we're gonna hire somebody and we're gonna get together and talk about it and we had to consult this person and oh my god yeah it's it is a there is I do not see how they make their way out of this I mean given the fact that they are leaving seemingly leaving all of the decision makers intact with Danny and the, and the assistant GMs, it, everybody's still there. Yep. And, and all the decisions are made already. Like, like the situation does not make any sense to me. <laughs> Why even have a president? Just wait till next year. You know, <laughs> just, just delay your both the roles again. Huh? The fuck yeah. who possibly cares? Yeah, just with Fletcher. Has, has this guy already is getting Fletcher. fucking carp launched in the organization at this point. What the fuck? Does the president even do at this point? Like, what if the organization comes out and says, "Our search did not yield the results we anticipated, so we're giving Danny Briere the dual title of president and general manager, and we'll reassess the need for change down the road." <laughs> God, that could happen. <laughs> You know what? One of the one of their teams. Remember, there was a what was? I'm trying to think of what it was. There was an animal that was picking, picking like who was gonna win playoff series. That was a dog the, or something. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that thing should be the fucking president of hockey ops. Should we trade Tony D'Angelo? Yes or no? And <laughs> knocks they're the gonna put down. a Furby in place as the president of hockey ops. <laughs> oh god. Uh stupid so team. Bad. The magic eight so ball. Bad. Should we trade Travis Konechny? <laughs> Absolutely. First chance you get. All right. Well, the, the magic eight ball knows all. The glowing orb. God. Oh, Steve. God, they can't even they can't even clean house properly. No. That's, that's the fucking problem here. <sighs> god. god oh my god i think hilferty needs to have he fuck he was on with glenn mack now um i missed the segment uh a couple of weeks ago um i don't know if the questions were too difficult but he he has made an attempt to get out there in the media a little bit but i don't think he's had like an actual press conference yet has he i don't think so no yeah not like a televised press conference it wasn't at the end of season meetings or anything like that or introductory no, or anything. No. Yeah. And then doesn't the role like officially, I forget what the, the timeline July 1st, is. But... I believe he's the Flyers mm-hmm. governor then. So. Okay. And you would think that if they are going to make this president appointment, that he, that they'd have to have a press conference for it. Right? With, yes. with Hilferty? I mean, when Danny was appointed interim, it was 
just him though, wasn't it? Like yeah, there's it was nobody just else him. there. Yeah, he was on Zoom in a Pittsburgh or something because it was where the game was. Yeah, which is like a. I mean, that's such like a fucking weakling move by them to not yeah. have someone there. So then if they have a president, it'll just I Done bet on it's purpose, just I'm sure. and Danny who are there. Probably. I bet there's no fucking Hilferty. Or Val. They should all be sitting at a goddamn table and take questions, although questions would not be very good. I was gonna but... say, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. I'm worried about Ron Hextall. Oh, the rumor. <laughs> he he had oh my god, those people has started this. Maybe Ron Hextall could come back to the Flyers. Holy shit. Yeah, I heard whispers that somebody told me that the Flyers are thinking about Ron Hextall. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, that's a lie. The problem is, that's so on-brand stupid that I could totally see them doing it, though. Welcome back to the organization as president, Ron Hextall. God. Uh. Ron Hextall hasn't had a press conference at a Denny's buffet somewhere. Yeah, I don't think he had one. No, no, there in was Olive... no Radisson outside of the PPG Paints <laughs> Arena. <laughs> in Olive Garden. <laughs> With all the Caesar salad that all the reporters want to eat. It's on me. It's on Ron. It's on Ronald. You think he gets another job in the NHL? Oof. As GM, I, I, I'd stay far, far away. Fletcher, too. Yeah. I think I heard something about Hextall potentially getting um, like a director of scouting sort of thing. Um, not that I he's has a terrible. I think it's where he started, or, didn't he? Something like that. I think Way it was. Way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. But I can't imagine he has a great reputation in the league. I mean, given what happened with the Flyers and. I think He's the Penguins would be... really put it on display that uh, yes. you know, failed yeah. with Crosby and Malkin. Probably uh, more of a... Uh... <laughs> Anybody that wasn't paying attention to the Flyers probably paid attention for the Penguins. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, he'll probably get in somewhere. Um, I think Hexie's is pretty pretty hungry to do stuff. Uh, but, but Fletcher... I don't know about him. I mean, he's just kind of like there in the ether. Um, He'll probably get like an advisor role somewhere, but I don't know if he's uh, getting picked up again as a regular GM. Yeah, it'll be some dumb fucking advisor role. He doesn't have to do anything. And they ask for his input like once a a quarter for five minutes (laughs) on something. (laughs) Somebody tweeted out, and I don't remember who it is. But they're like, imagine Chuck Fletcher gets hired as the new GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> I think I said that or something. It wasn't you? I made some comment like that. I think, yeah. It was like to some random larger NHL account. Or, or That's right. It I was, sent it to then, like a reporter and they were like, don't fuck with me on this. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then John Tortorella gets hired four years later as head coach. <laughs> he replaces Mike Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah, the thing. In, I noticed that now that Pittsburgh and Calgary are looking for people as well, it's funny that they have all these names from outside the organization that are like highly sought after, you know. 
managers and GMs and presidents and all this shit, all these rumors. Meanwhile, the Flyers are like, which former player can we hire? (laughs) (laughs) Here's a bunch of people that aren't qualified. We want them. Like, it's like, oh, fuck. That's so dumb. All All this money and these search firms and all this. Why doesn't Comcast just pay a fucking hacker? Get anonymous and say, you know what? I want you to hack into Pittsburgh's fucking internet emails. Good. Hack into Calgary's emails. Give me the list of what they got. Who are they? Who are they going to interview? <laughs> and who's on their short list? And we're going to pilfer one of those guys. God. Yeah. One of those people, I should say. It might make sense. Well, they should get a uh, Bradshaw Living is now a free agent. Um, I, I mean, they could bring him in as a president. He has he has a wealth of experience. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. He's also willing to make some uh, some big splashes. So, yeah, you know, just add his name to the list. Of course, they won't be interested because they need to find someone like we were saying who's grossly underqualified, yeah. so they can manage the also grossly underqualified general manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way it's going to work. Go find, bring in fucking Peter Chiarelli. At least he'll do shit. Yeah. He might make stupid trades, but at least he'll do stuff. That's kind of where I'm at at this point. I'm not even worried about stupid trades. I'm just worried about them making any trades. Fucking burn that stupid bridge when we get there. How, how much more suffering until, until we actively, and by we I mean anybody in Flyersland, actively wants Peter Shirelli to come here just to lay waste to this roster. Not much longer, <laughs> actually. Everybody. One more year and I'd, I'd consider. A nuclear option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Peter Shirelli. Oh, God. Yeah, well, Mike Milbury or, like, somebody. <laughs> Garth Snow. Just to, like, on a game-to-game basis. So this guy sucks. I'm trading him. <laughs> Gone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah, I'm not sure when it's going to get any better with this team, this franchise. It's, um, you know, we thought we had some daylight here when Fletcher was fired and did not last. Uh. No, I thought honestly, when they did that, I thought they were going to move a lot faster when it came to the president. Um, my, my thought was, okay, this is good, but they need to hire a president or they, or they already thought about hiring a president like, you know, six months ago and had their ducks in a row then so they could execute this transition very quickly and efficiently. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. They Obviously didn't even they think didn't, about firing now, Chuck Fletcher until 45 minutes before they made the yep, call. So there's no way they thought about president six months ago. Huh? It just keeps building. It's, it's just mistake after mistake after mistake. Not, not no planning has gone into anything. They just react, you know, right when something happens or something like if you're going to like, fuck, if you are going to restructure your front office, you should be planning that like a year in advance. Like it shouldn't be something that's like, Oh shit, it's the end of the season. I guess we need a fucking president now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, that's what you get working with the flyers these days. Sheer unfucking bridled incompetence. So they're saying to us, they hadn't thought one fucking iota about who the president was going to be until they decided to fire Chuck Fletcher after the town hall meeting. Never crossed their mind. Probably not. Oh, you know, nope. Didn't get the search firm involved. Didn't get it. Nope. Never even fucking thought about it. Like, the fuck? 
That's why I think there's actually a chance that they don't even find one, that they just give fucking Briere both titles. They didn't even want to fire Chuck Fletcher. The only reason they fired him was because they fucking had no other choice. They waited till the goddamn bitter end on this one to make that move. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to fire him. If he moved JVR at the deadline, he'd still be employed right now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He would. It's like the only reason they fired him is because they had to. Because they finally, there was just too much pressure for them to to overcome anymore. Yeah, and you know, I'm depending upon when they make that hire. I just think they're getting it's getting late early for them here. Um, you know, we're gonna have that draft lottery very soon, Couple weeks, and May eighth, I think. Yeah. You need to position yourself. It's depending upon what happens with that, but you need to figure out. If you're making trades where you're land, like there's a there's a whole gambit of of strategy here that is being ignored or done by temporary employees. Now Breyer's <laughs> handling it all. Breyer yeah. and Torts are running the show here. The president doesn't, doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, they apparently have what five to seven candidates. They've they've interviewed maybe three, what, two or three so far. So yeah, yeah. they probably have somebody in May, but still like. That's just too late. I think it's just way too late. Like, like you should have all this already lined up like two months prior. At and least. it's not even like they were waiting to check the field and see who may have gotten fired at the end of the year because all these fucking people they're hiring are still fucking around. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, Trevling's available. We can go get him now. Nope. That's not even part of the... Yeah, he's too experienced. <laughs> Brian Burke? No, we don't need him. We need fucking Emily Shodongway. Oh, fucking Christ, her name is. I hope she doesn't get it, because I do not want to figure out how to spell or pronounce that last Kasten name. Kasten Gay, yeah. It sounds like a sushi chef. God. Stupid. Do you think people are waiting for Dubis? If Dubis fails to get out of the first round? I want like, Dubis. Every, everybody's already yes, like, it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wants him. It, yeah, it's Pittsburgh. Dubis Shiro, 2023. That's still my... He's going to bring Matthews with him, too. My ideal uh, call on that one. But they're not going to... They're not waiting for Dubis. He's going to land in probably Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. If he gets canned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this or, well, I mean, not the very Flyers signed, I guess. He's not really fired at this point. Him. He's not coming here. He'd be like, I'm working with a bunch of fucking kindergartners. He's <laughs> <laughs> on a whole different level than these fucking idiots in this Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that his thinking is highly sophisticated compared to what is going on behind closed doors with the Flyers. <sighs> That's all I want. Dubis and Shiro. That is all I want. And I'm not going to get either one of them at this rate. <laughs> We're going to get Danny Briere and Emily Shotungwe. <laughs> God, that would be so. Oh, man, that would be a. I don't like that combination. <laughs> That'd be an embarrassing combination. Like, there are, there absolutely are certain circumstances where you would hire one of them for certain roles in a front office structure. Absolutely. This is not that, though. It's just not. This the is time not the right opportunity for it. Random nobodies in this fucking hole that drives me absolutely nuts. 
is just, you know, people shit on old hockey men all the time. But fuck, I want old hockey men right now. I want people that have experienced. I want people like Ray Shearer that rebuilt two different fucking franchises and got them to where they are. That's what I want. I don't want Danny Briere with no experience and uh, fucking, you know, Emily Chantongway with no fucking experience. I don't want that, man. I want fucking proven talent to run my hockey team. And for some reason, that's just too much to goddamn ask these days. Yeah. Ridiculous. If you want Briere as, like, VP and this other chick to come in as, like, an AGM, fine. Whatever. You know, but they should not be the one and two making the final calls right now. They just shouldn't. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It drives me nuts. Terrible. Yep. Hilfreddy needs to call the Pope again. Yeah, this come, team needs come all the here fucking help they can get to get the Pope involved. <laughs> Do an exorcism <laughs> on this front office. Say a fucking prayer specifically for the following year. The stigmata. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Fuck. demon possessing this organization. <laughs> Fuck. Making ah, us do stupid geez. things. Ah, all right, guys. I've got to stop. Oh, yeah. yeah it is Dude, almost uh, 1 a.m. <laughs> but this is fun. 12.50. Ladies and gentlemen. If I didn't have to do anything tomorrow, I honestly could probably just talk for like three hours. But <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have a good weekend. Yeah. It's great seeing you as always. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up, I guess, in a couple of weeks. Yep. Yep. So cool. All right. Have a good night, guys. Right. Good night. Good night, Mike. Bye. Good night, Dan.